Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about Brandon Ayuk. If anyone is listening that's on 49ers Twitter, you've probably heard a lot about Brandon Ayuk lately. It seems like everyone in the fan base right now is a little bit angry about this. I was going to record a video yesterday, wasn't able to, it was way too loud around my house, so I didn't get anything out. Um, but it worked out well because me and Aiden always record on Thursday. So today we're going to talk a little bit about Brandon Ayuk. I'm not really sure what the next two days are going to look like. I'm not going to post anything on Sunday just because Niners aren't playing and I mean, football's on. I think you guys, everyone's going to be watching football. So with that said, let's get into Brandon Ayuk a little bit. Aiden, what is just your overall thoughts on the season so far just with him? And we're going to get into Kyle. We're going to get into some comments by John Lynch. We're going to talk all about that. But how do you feel right now just about Brandon Ayuk in general? I think in one word, it's disappointing. Um, both of us are super high on, on Ayuk in his career. Um, but this season we both, I, I, I'm speaking for you, but, but I know that, that we talked about this before. We both kind of expected a, a, a leap after a really solid rookie year. And that just has not happened yet. Um, like me, me and, and my roommates were talking earlier this week. And DJ Moore, who's balling for the Panthers right now, is what I thought Ayuk was was going to be uh, to this 49ers offense. Um, and Ayuk just has not done that yet. I think he, he started off on a rough foot um, with the week one weird missing a curfew in Shanahan's doghouse, something like that. Um, and he hasn't been able to reclaim that, that wide receiver one status, partly because Debo is, is, is playing so well. Um, but partly because I don't know, guy like Jimmy just doesn't throw to him very, very well. Um, and he played, but like, like, like the Lance script was so run heavy. Um, so I, I, I understand, but, um, I would say in, in one word, it's been a little bit disappointing because we know how good he can be. He, he, he flashed it last year and we just haven't seen it so far this year. I think that's a great word to bring up. And I don't even know, like for me, I, I feel the same way, but I don't even know if it's necessarily like Brandon's fault that it's disappointing. It just the entire situation as a whole. Um, and just to go over some positives first, I think going into this year, one of the big things that I had like question marks around his game was, all right, what can he do in the middle of the field? What can he do with contested catches? Stuff like that. And when it was like, oh, he's getting, he's getting knocked a little bit early on in the off season. Um, there was the injury talk, but it also felt like there was more. Like it seemed like that was the majority of it. Definitely doesn't feel like that anymore. But the big thing was like, okay, well, well, what's up? He's dropping the ball. We haven't seen him drop a pass in a game yet. And oh, like maybe he's not as physical. Like maybe they want him to take that step. He's been a very physical player. He already has like I think he has like five contested catches this year, and last season he had two throughout the whole year. So. For me, like one of the biggest steps I wanted to see him take was, are you able to develop that like secondary piece to your game where he's a more like he's getting open because of his footwork and quickness outside, but can he do that stuff in the middle of the field? And in the Cardinals game, I think I think that was like the the best like just on a one game standard of like how the season feels with Brandon Ayuk. Okay, he got I think it was three targets. He and he got like two where they were catchable, right? The two targets, one of them is third and four, and he runs a five yard comeback and makes a nasty catch on the sideline on a perfect ball from Lance. And you're like, that was an it was a great catch by Ayuk. 
great route, gets open, moves the chains. There we go. Like let's let's feed him a little bit more. Then the next time they throw to him, he's getting like he's in a a spot that's not very favorable for him. He kind of has a handle on the defender, makes a one-handed catch, breaks away from the tackle, then has a, a cutback move, and on second and 25, he picks up 26 yards. Pretty ideal play in that situation. And then we just don't really see him featured. We didn't see Debo featured a ton, and we didn't see Elijah Mitchell featured a ton. And when George Kittle is not in the lineup, when he's out, those three guys need to have like 80% of the touches. You're starting running back who's out there getting almost all of the running back touches. I think, I mean, Juszczyk had a couple, of course, but like Sermon had one carry and Mitchell only had nine. So Mitchell, Ayuk, Debo, those guys need to get the ball. And Brandon isn't getting the ball at a rate that's high at all. He has eight catches this year. And I get like, because I was thinking about this and I was like, okay, well, let's think about like last year with Debo. Because it kind of felt like the Niners, like their organization was like, hey, like Debo, we wanted him to play it a different way. He's not playing there. Then he goes down. It seemed like they were pretty frustrated. So then in this season, we've seen him take a huge leap, right? But the difference is like the Niners weren't, like they were, but you know what? In terms of like the season, like they weren't, like Debo was hurt. It was different. If last year, if the Niners offense had had Jimmy or Trey or whoever it is, right? They had comparable quarterback play and they were healthy, and they were performing at the level that they were performing, and they were going, yeah, sorry, Debo, just he's not at the weight that we want him to play at. We're not going to give him touches. I think everyone would be like, what are we doing? And what we saw is even when Debo was in the games, he still – I mean, what was that Rams game? He had 13 catches, wasn't it? Or 10 catches or 11? I forget what it was. He had double-digit catches, and he had 130 yards, and he was like – he was legit the entire offense that week. And – you still saw them feed him the ball. So it's different. Why aren't they giving Brandon Ayuk the ball? He's still playing all the snaps, like, but they're not looking, they're not giving him looks. They're not trying to feature him. And in turn, yes, Debo's had a fantastic year, but this offense sucks right now. You put Trey Lance in there, and we talked, we were just talking about it right before. I think Trey Lance looked really good. But that was a horrible position to put. The yes, the rawest quarterback ever to start a game. That's what Trey Lance was heading into that game. The rawest player ever, least amount of experience, and one of the very youngest quarterbacks to ever play in a game. I think he was the fourth or fifth youngest ever, and he has played a season at North Dakota State. And the script was like, "All right, go beat him, Trey. Like you're gonna sit there. McGlinchey's gonna get absolutely destroyed off his off the line of scrimmage. Same with Brunskill, and you're gonna have to go out there and make a bunch of plays." And we're not really going to feature those three guys as much as should should have. And so now you're just in a spot where it's it's very concerning because like if they're not featuring Ayuk, like you can be frustrated and think that he should have taken a jump, but he when he's out there, he's giving good looks. Seems like he's playing well for the most part. I saw a stat where they're like, oh, his yards per separation is down. Like guys, like there's no NFL building is looking at next-gen stats, yards per separation. I, I promise you that. Like, they don't care about that stat. Like, that's that's meaningless to, to NFL front offices. It's not about that. But when you're losing and you're not – your offensive and team isn't performing up to the standards that they should be, and you're not giving a guy that it was a first-round pick that looked extremely good as a rookie, that's a, that's a big issue. So that's where I'm at on it. But, Aiden, what else you got on it all? 
I think Shanahan is is getting a lot of criticism that is a little bit un unwarranted, but this is something that I think he has direct like access over and something that really needs to change. And both of us don't really understand. Like it's not like he's horrible after the catch. This dude was awesome after the catch last year. Throwing something short, give him screen passes. Like maybe he's he's not getting separation down the field to the level that Kyle wants, but like he's we we both think that he's doing fine down the field him and Debo both getting awesome separation but if if you're worried about that just make your make your young quarterback's life easier give him easy throws short throws like run the the Nick Mullins offense of 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 last year just get the ball in this dude's hands don't make your rookie quarterback i think Lance ran the ball 16 times um like a lot of that on 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 fourth down uh, threw the ball what twenty five times. Don't make your your rookie quarterback have to make a a play down the field forty times in a game where you only run fifty five offensive plays or something like that. The Niners barely had the ball, um, and it was all on on Lance's shoulders. And I think that Ayuk is a good enough athlete and a good enough player that if you get him the ball, like he's he's gonna do something okay. Him Debo, if if Kittle's out. Um, those guys should be like increasing usage. Um, and that's not something that, that, that we saw. And I think that's a big reason why Shanahan is, is, is getting some hate right now, which I don't, I don't agree to the level that it is happening. People are, are, are calling for his head. Um, but like, I think he definitely deserves some, some criticism for not putting his, his rookie the the guy who's going to be the the face of this franchise for the next 10 years hopefully in a favorable position to to succeed in his first start against a undefeated team you you mentioned it the rawest quarterback to start potentially ever like come on like do do better that's that's really kind of the the takeaway that i had i i love that you bring that up i i agree with all of what you said just because i do think there's some aspects where like like there was a couple of play calls where I was like, what was that? But I try not to be, I try not to do that just because like, all right, we've seen Shanahan. Guess what? Me or you get in the booth. We're not calling up plays like Kyle. Like, and probably 99.9% .9 of people watching, that's the same, same deal. But in terms of like organization and like stability and stuff like that, if you're not, if you're not giving a guy that is supposed to be a focal part of your offense looks, and your offense is struggling, that needs to be reevaluated. And that is potentially a huge problem. And that is a reason to criticize Kyle, I believe. So, I mean, we're going to see how it plays out coming off the of bye. Best case scenario, it's like, okay, now they're getting kind of involved. I would still be concerned because why wouldn't you have done that earlier in the year? Like, I'm still, gonna, I'm still, I'm always going to be critical of this. Like, this is something that has definitely like really bothered me. Um, Cause I just, I, I don't think also like if he's like, okay, if he's being like a diva wide receiver, we've learned anybody that has watched football for a couple years knows that if you're a diva wide receiver, frankly, it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm sorry. It doesn't Stefan Diggs, like Minnesota trades him away. Like, hey, what is he going to do the next year? He goes and he's on one of the best offenses in football. I haven't heard any issues of him with Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not like it's not like you ever heard him in Minnesota like performing wise. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you hear about these guys like doing that, like 
And there's nothing, there's no reason even to believe that that's the case. Like, you know, I'm just like, that's pure speculation of like, what could be the case. And even if that is like, you still got to give him looks. If he's on the field and he is playing, you need to give him looks. And the thing, like the one part that's crazy to me is when the ball's getting thrown to him, he looks great in the game that we went to in the Eagles game. He had an amazing third down catch. And it's like, okay, he has eight touches and like, Damn, like he's pretty much making the most out of his eight touches. Like, so let's get him the ball more. Um, another thing I will say is I did really expect like him to be the one and Debo to be the two. Even if Debo's the one for the like they, they say they both play the Niners for five more years and Debo is the one for that time, that doesn't mean that Brandon can't be great too. Two great wide receivers can co- can coexist at one time. So I think that's another reason to give him looks. Like if the offense was performing. It would we wouldn't be talking about this as much. Like we'd be confused, but be like, hey, well, they're still looking good. They're not looking good. And so that's why there's a big issue. But that is gonna do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Um, and I will be back or we will be back uh tomorrow, but not really sure what the plan is for the next couple of days. But we will have stuff Friday, Saturday, and then we'll take Sunday off and we'll be back Monday as well. So thank you all for listening, and we'll talk very soon. Kind of, kind of got me heated there. <laughs>